Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is In My Bag podcast hosted by me, John Torrance. A little bit about In My Bag podcast. It's actually, and it's going to be a weekly series about the current state of Black gay culture. I am, of course, Black and gay, and I always, I just want to give a platform for the Black gay men in the world. You know, I feel like we don't have a lot of um, platforms out there that we can go to as far as publications, um, news sources, everything. So I decided to, hey, let me start a podcast um, on the Black gay culture. And how I actually came up with the name was... I'm born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware, and I'm 20 minutes from Philadelphia. And in the Philadelphia tri-state area, it's always a saying where, in my bag, in my bag, in my bag. And what in my bag is, is a statement used if you are in your feelings about something or someone. Um, You'll say, oh my God, I'm in my bag because... You know, he was talking about me or I'm in my bag because, you know, I thought I did well on an exam or I just had a bad day today. I'm so in my bag. So it's a, basically a saying um, on basically your current feeling or mood on however you feel at that point in time. Um, and actually, Meek Mill has a song called, um, I think it's like something where like in my bag. And I listen to that mostly probably like once a month. It's basically an anthem because I've been listening to that for years. And it came out years when he was popping in the Philadelphia area. So um, just to give a little bit about me. And you can also find um, my bio and also a little bit more about the podcast on our website, which is called InMyBagPodcast.com. So go to InMyBagPodcast.com and you can see a lot um, about my background, my bio, and more about what the podcast is going to be about and much more. So I'll give a little bit about what I am, but you can also read um, on the website as well. So just a little bit about me is, um, once again, I said I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. And um, I came out when I was 17, but I've always been in the culture. I started out maybe when I was 16. I actually went to my very first nightclub at 16, which is crazy. But, you know, hey, I was young and running wild in the streets because, hey, that's what teenagers do. So once again, I'm 20 minutes from Philadelphia. So that was the big major city by me. So I was always going um, back and forth from Philadelphia to Wilmington, Philadelphia to Wilmington at nighttime. Always went to the letouts in Philadelphia back in the day when it was Key West and when it was first Fridays at Shampoo. And also Woody's was a little bit popping at the time um, for, you know, black gay men, if you like that type of scene. But, um, yeah, that was just um, me growing up. So I've always, I've seen a lot. I been through a lot and, you know, I witnessed a ton um, growing up, you know, in the gay community. So I'm glad I decided to start this um, 
podcast and give, you know, the black gay community a platform to, you know, go and listen to what's going on in the streets, what's going on in the community that I don't know about or, you know, that you just want to have a full on conversation. You want to hear my opinion about it, you know, so let's just get started um, on the episode. So we're going to go through a couple segments and I'll go through those segments as we go. So the very, very first segment that um, we're going to do is titled Teabag. And Teabag is just a play on words. You know, you're getting your tea and um, within the Black gay community. Um, I'm going to talk about, of course, uh, national news, but it'll be national news that references the Black gay culture um, or someone who's Black and gay because this is what this platform is about. This is what the podcast is about. So that's a little bit about teabag. And definitely we're going to start off every episode with teabag unless we have an interviewer or something like that. Um, So the first uh, topic that I want to talk about when talking about teabag is, of course, it's Black History Month. So let's talk about, you know, black history within the gay community. Now, for me, I really don't, I really haven't explored, you know, gay, black gay history. Um, I was looking at an article on out.com and they were talking about, you know, the black gay history. And, you know, when you think about it, I really can't even say I have someone who's black and gay that I've looked up to when it comes to like years and years and years back. You know, while like you think about somebody, maybe you might know somebody that is of the black gay culture, like, and I'm talking about like 1930s, 1920s, all that, who is like black and gay. Like, I don't know. And, you know, in the article, it definitely talked about, like, um, Bessie and um, a lot of other, you know, musicians and actors that I kind of really didn't know about until they had, like, HBO specials or something like that. But I want, you know, I want you to think about that. Do you know of anyone you know, back in maybe like the 1920s, 1930s that you might look up to in Black history? Like, I don't know. Everyone that I look, that I feel like everyone has looked up to maybe is like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, all those different type of, you know, Black politicians and enthusiasts. But no one of who's like Black gay culture. But... In the current state, it might be more, you know, these teenagers might look up to somebody like a Don Lemon. Now, I knew Don Lemon and he came out, I want to say after I graduated college or maybe during my time in college. But I, it, because I have a communications background, I have some, um, you know, I can relate to him some way because he is a broadcast journalist, but I don't know. His personality is like not my cup of tea. So I, 
tend to <laughs> not flock to him, but you know, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's what I wanted to let you guys know. Think about somebody that you might look up to, and maybe not. Maybe look, maybe t- um, today. In today's you know current state, it's a lot of different people um, of the black gay community that are you know making moves. You know, a lot of people are making moves in the black gay community now, and it's actually being on national television now, and it's being promoted. So I feel like now people might have um, others to like look up to and maybe go into that type of direction. So you know, who, who knows? So, but another topic that I also want to discuss is when I was reading out.com, this is good talking about, you know, black gay people that's actually making moves now, um, is Lena Waithe and Terrell Alvin McCraney. So if you don't know Lena Waithe, of course, she, um, is part of Pose and also, she's actually um, producing the new BET's um, Boomerang. So the article actually was titled, and you can go to out.com to look at it. It's called, it's titled, Television is About to Get Black and Queer. Now, I don't know, but queer, that word just never really sat with me. And I don't know if it's this with you, but... Maybe because it's, like, too close to the word queen. And when you think about queen and men, it's like, okay, now you're a little going too far. But I don't know. I just never liked that word for some reason. But anyway, so it talks about that they premiered um, their new shows, actually, at Sundance, which is really um, which is really good because they're two great, great, great producers. And if you don't know McCraney, he actually was the part of Moonlight. He was um, the director and creator of Moonlight. So, and which is a really good movie if you haven't um, seen the if you haven't seen it yet. But they were just talking about how they have two new projects, and uh, so McCraney actually has a new show, which is going to be actually on OWN um, this upcoming season called David Makes Man. And it says the show follows a 14-year-old prodigy from South Florida Projects who is haunted by death of his closest friend and relied on by his hardworking mother to find a way out of poverty. It explores childhood trauma and how one's immigration can help them survive. And um, he actually went on to say the, that it's about something that continues to happen for young folks with the um, show. And he says this is really good for young black folks, for young black queer folks currently. So I'm actually uh, interested in hearing this um, on like um, listening, I mean, watching the show. Um, I think it might be something really interesting and I'll probably speak about it more in the future when it actually premieres. So, and of course, Boomerang is Boomerang. <laughs> um, if you haven't watched it, go watch the actual movie. It's really, really, really good. And I am just glad to see it come. And I actually think because, you know, BET is like, uh, they don't like, 
they're not really as big on their series and their shows, but I think with all this heavy promotion that they're doing, I think that Boomerang actually is going to be like super, super, super dope. I have not watched any series on BET, but I am definitely going to tune in for this. So just a little bit about that. But then I'm like, I was talking to a friend a couple of weeks ago and he was like, I feel like that the black gay culture is definitely being oversaturated on TV. You know, you have Pose and then you have Star and then you have Empire. But, you know, just to throw out a question, do you really think that it's being oversaturated? You know, what is is oversaturated? You know, because from the last few years, yeah, it's been a lot of black gay um, content out there on television, but it's out there because it was never talked about. You know, you always see white, straight, heterosexual couples or even black heterosexual couples on TV, but you never see two black men in love or showing sexual chemistry on TV. And so if it's oversaturated, good, because then everyone will see, you know, what actually takes place within this black gay um, culture. So, and I think Pose is very, very good. I stopped watching Empire and I never really watched Star, so I actually don't know what goes on. I have seen some highlights and I know they talk about like trans, well, I know a transsexual is on there and a couple other gay men, but you know, I haven't really seen it like that. And plus, you know, me being a black gay man doesn't mean that I can um, associate with everything that goes on in the community. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Pose, but at the same time, I can't really relate to them in some instances because I've never been a part of the ballroom scene. So, and I feel like a lot of these, a lot of people that, don't look in the black gay community or not a part of it think that we all stand for the same thing that we all live that same life and at the end of the day we haven't you know what i mean i just like pose because i think it's entertaining and you know i do know people in the ballroom scene but that wasn't me like that was not my scene and i know that's not a lot of people's scene but i watch it for entertainment i watch it because it's actually good So, you know, you never know. Um, But I just want to let them know that because I am black and gay, that that's not everybody. You know what I mean? Because I'm black and gay and I don't watch Star. I'm black and gay and I don't watch Empire anymore. And that's just my decision. So, but anyway, so the next segment that I want to talk about because I feel like it's going to take a little bit of time. So I'm going to get to it now. And the next segment actually is called In My Bag. And what I want to do is I want to let everyone know what got me in my bag this past week. You know, who got me in my bag this past week? You know, what happened that I need to get off of my damn chest because I'm going to really, really explode. And 
it doesn't have to be something that's out there in the news. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that, you know, that's national exposure. I can be talking about something that actually happened in just my life period at maybe a party or when I went out um, that maybe other people out there can relate to, you know, in the community. But what got me in my bag actually this past week, and it is so-called in the national news that everyone is talking about, is this Jesse Smollett situation. So Jesse Smollett, of course, you know, was basically gay bashed and in the streets of Chicago at that. Um, now, I've been hearing like these two two sides, you know, how people feel. Some people on one hand is like, you know, I'm very, very um, concerned. You know, I've, I'm really feeling that, you know, I'm just, I'm worried about Jesse and I send my prayers to him. Now, don't get me wrong with him. I am wholeheartedly concerned for him and his health and well-being. You know, I, I don't, I don't like seeing someone in that state, you know. Um, yeah, he was gay bash, and it's something that's very, 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 very wrong. And but I, I'm concerned like everyone else is at the end of the day, you know what I mean. And but at the same time, on the other side of what people are talking about is that maybe he made it up, or not made it up, but maybe this happened for exposure. Maybe he wanted this to happen for exposure. And listen, I I went out last weekend and I went to a bar and the bartender who actually is black and gay asked me about the situation. And I was like, you know, it's a shame that it happened. You know, um, I don't... I don't like hearing stuff like this, especially somebody in my community who's, you know, black and gay. And I was like, I mean, why'd you, of course, I know why you asked me because you wanted to hear my opinion, but I was like, so what do you think? And he was like, um, I personally think that it's for publicity. And I was like, which is actually the first time that I got that answer from somebody. And I was like, so why do you think that it was for publicity? Why? He was like, well, just think about it. It's no videotapes out there. They didn't show no videotapes um, and all that. And I was like, that's true. But now, supposedly, it's video of Jesse walking into... Um, is it the, it's probably the hotel room with the rope around his neck and everything like that. And listen, I'm on, I'm not on the fence, but I can see where people might think that it's made up, you know what I mean? Or that he did it for publicity. Um, not saying that I think that he did it, but... I could understand why people might think that. And for instance, as you probably heard, the police asked him to 
recover his to take over his phone so he can listen to the conversation between him and his manager that he called after the incident happened. But Jesse wouldn't do it. He was like, well, I'll give, you can look up, you know, the call list, the call log to see that I did call the manager, but you're not going to listen to my conversation. And I'm like, okay, if I was gay bashed and if the police wanted to hear my conversation after it occurred because maybe they might pick up on something that might lead into them catching somebody or you know maybe I said something okay here's my phone just give it back when you get finished excuse me so you know that's one and then listen I don't care If you are, if his apartment was literally a block away, you are, one, a celebrity. Two, you're black and gay. You're walking the streets of Chicago alone late at night. I don't even care if it was maybe like eight in the evening. At the end of the day, you're walking through one of the most dangerous cities in America by yourself and you're a celebrity. Something is bound, something can happen to you. You know what I mean? I'm not a celebrity and I'm not even walking nobody's streets alone in Chicago. I'm not walking the streets alone in Philadelphia. And I actually have done that. One time when I was doing my little thing or whatever, and I realized that my location I had to get to to go back home on the train was on a basically like on the other side of the city. And I was like, well, you know, I can just walk because it's nice out and blah, 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 blah. But mind you, this was like 12 in the morning and... When I tell you I was scared for my life and kicking myself for doing that, I was like, never will ever again will I do something like that because you never know what will happen. You know, you can't walk through no streets late at night in no major city and think that nothing is bound to happen to you. You know what I mean? If something is going to happen somehow, some way, you know what I mean? Especially if you're a celebrity. So first off, he should have, and even maybe if he was by himself most of the time anyway, listen, order room service, you got a seamless app, you got Uber apps, um, Uber Eats, like, listen, order something to your hotel room. Why are you going out at nighttime Getting something to eat, knowing that you are a celebrity. And don't, not even black and gay, but a celebrity. And you're going to walk through the streets of Chicago? Now, a lot of my um, friends and, you know, a lot of other people are saying, well, you know, I, I can fight. I got these hands, blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't matter if you got hands or not. If you have multiple people coming at you at the same time with weapons, at the end of the day, you're going to get hurt. Now, you might be both of them up. You might be all three of them up. But at the same time, 
you're going to, it's a high possibility that you're going to get hurt. So, you know, Jesse was by himself. So, and that's, so I was thinking, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, why would you walk the streets by yourself? I'm not going to do that. No one should be doing that if you're a celebrity or not. You know, I have um, experiences, I have friends who experienced and has been a part of being gay bash and it's not a good thing to have. And one of my friends was gay bash maybe, I'm going to say a year ago, actually. And, you know, he's actually a fighter. He fights, but because, and he actually was beating them up. But at the same time, he got hurt. You know what I mean? He got punched in his face a couple times. You know what I mean? You're not going to be untouched when you get gay bashed. So my, I actually want to know, and I want to hear from his mouth, you know, from Jesse's mouth on what really happened and why did you go out by yourself in the streets of Chicago and think that nothing is going to happen. Now, I don't know if he has sunglasses on. I don't know what he was wearing. But at the end of the day, I want to know. <laughs> Why would you do that? Now, yeah, I feel sorry for him. And I really feel for him. You know, I don't. I want to get that across. I, I feel really bad that this had this happened to him. But I, it's like, it just mind boggles me on why he would do that. Um, so like I said, you know, order out, order Uber Eats, order something, but don't be walking the streets by yourself like that. Um, so, I mean, I think that the case is still going on. It's still happening. So, you know, we'll just see, you know, and everything was fine as the article was saying that he had a show and that he posted on Instagram that day. And next thing you know, that evening that happened. So, like I said, I see where he could be. I see both sides of the of on how people feel. You know, I, of course, feel bad for him. But like I said, I want to know why he was out in those fucking streets literally by himself. I don't care if you can fight. I don't care not. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to be walking the streets by yourself in Chicago. 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 Who was... So anyway, I that so that really had me in my bag. The whole situation. Not just him walking the streets of Chicago by himself, but just the overall situation really, really had me in my bag. And, you know, hopefully the, hopefully he will feel better and hopefully he'll jump back. And I'm sure he'll jump back. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So um, I'm going to sum up this episode with I want you guys to go on www.inmybagpodcast.com and click on the tab that says, I'm in my bag. And what that is, is I want you guys to actually write me on what got you in your bag. You know, do you really, do you need some advice on how to handle some type of situation? 
that really got you in your bag. You know what I mean? For instance, say your boyfriend let you know that he was not going to gay pride. And then you found him in a corner dancing with somebody else. That had you in your bag. What do you think you should have done? Or what would you... I'll Write me. I'll let you know what, what I think you should, you should have done or how you should have went on about the situation. If, you know, so let's say you're attracted to your best friend and you don't even know how to tell him. Write me. I'll give you some advice on how to go about doing it. So this whole um, I'm in my bag is definitely an advice column that I want to grow. And I definitely want you guys to go on there on www.inmybagpodcast.com. Click on that tab and there will be a link where you can actually submit um, an entry on what got you in your bag and how I can better help you handle the situation. You know, so really do that. And I want you to tune in every week because I'm bringing this to the forefront. I'm so happy once again to start this whole podcast and to create this whole platform for the black gay community. Now, what I'll give you a sneak peek on what to come next week, actually the next two weeks. So just really interesting is I interviewed my mom. And um, it was an hour-long interview, but I am cutting it to where it's two parts. So you'll hear the first part next week. And I interviewed her because it was a lot of things that I didn't know what she thought. We never had a conversation about just the lifestyle and what she thinks of the lifestyle and what it took her to raise a black gay son in this in this in this world, because um, a lot of stuff happens to not just only black men, but also gay men. And me being black and gay, listen, it's hard out here. It's hard out here. So I want to hear her opinion. I want to hear what she thinks on uh, really, really about me, about the black gay community. And what it was to raise a black gay man in the world growing up. So it's going to be, you're going to be entertained. And I feel as though that you're going to say, I love your mom so much. I think that's what everyone's going to say after they hear this interview. But so that's next week. And that's actually the next two weeks. So I'm so excited. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you.